What's up, Video Landers? I'm Brad. I'm the sexiest Kyle you know. <laughs> Today is February 4th, 2017, and welcome to Adventures in Movie News. We will talk about this week's headlines and conclude with what we've been watching this week. Remember, you can find us at adventuresinvideoland.com or on our Facebook at Adventures in Video Land. Do you want to tell them about the spoilers for news? Uh, we're going to spoil things, things that you haven't watched yet. Be prepared for us to talk about them. We're not going to talk about everything. We don't have that much time. But at the same time, we might just throw in the, the ending to Split, which we've both seen. Or, <laughs> or we might talk about an episode of television that you have not gotten to. So just be mindful that we are going to spoil some shit. And you want to let them know about, uh, this is not your your mom and dad's radio. Well, my mom wouldn't care. I don't. <laughs> she's got a sailor's mouth. No, she doesn't. She's a wonderful person who doesn't really cuss that often. But... Uh, we say fuck, shit, tits, dick, cock a lot. So uh, be prepared for us to, to say that. So if you have virgin ears, uh, prepare to have them penetrated with vulgar language. Ooh, penetrated. I like that mm, word. Yeah, you do. All right, Kyle. So I always start out with Star Wars news. Of course you fucking do. Yeah. But... And it's just me and I don't give a shit. So <laughs> it's just you talking to yourself so, for a few minutes. <laughs> in my notes here, I put... I always start off with Star Wars talk, but since you're not a fan, it would be like talking to a brick wall. <laughs> Absolutely. So I have, I don't have Ewoks, much. Jar Jar. <laughs> Am I Snoke. contributing? Who is Snoke? Snoke uh, sounds like a wrestler. Mm. A Mexican wrestler. Yes. <laughs> so tonight, uh, I don't have a lot to say about Star Wars. I just want to let everybody know that the young Han Solo movie just started filming this week. That's so good. I'm That's so excited about that. That cast, um, Alden, uh, Aaron Reich, Woody Harrelson, Don, uh, Donald Glover. So we're going to be talking about the Han Solo movie like fucking bananas this year. Okay? And into <laughs> like next Rogue year. Like Rogue One. I mean, got talked about every week until oh, yeah. it came out. I, th- I, I try to do a good five to one ratio where we, <laughs> we like we don't do a Star Wars uh, you know, episode until we start getting some other stuff in. Uh-huh. So... But we will be talking a lot about the Han Solo. So um, that'll be coming out. That's like two years away, man. But it just started filming. Yeah. This uh, December, we have um, episode nine. And then next December is the Han Solo movie. So two fucking years away. That's a good thing where they're not bringing out main stories yearly. I, 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 you like I, that? Agree, I agree with the way they have it scheduled where they do, hey, we got our main story. We're going to throw in a little side movie that you know plays a part in what our main story is but is not focused on the main characters that we're following. You think we'll get a movie every 20 years? I mean, until every 20, every 20 years? years? That's like, well, we'll get into Avatar soon. <laughs> but uh, Yeah, we will. <laughs> do you think we'll get a movie uh, for the next 20 years? You know what? If it's still making money, why would you stop? It has to, right? Right? Star Wars is a fucking money machine. Even when people knew the prequels were shit, the second and third ones still made a fuckload of money. All right, Kyle. Let's get out of Star Wars news. Thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I didn't see this one coming this week, man, but Ben Affleck will not be directing... The Batman. There, there had been some, you know, rumblings that mm-hmm. he and Warner Brothers were not getting along. I with didn't the buy script. it though. I did not buy it. Right. Yeah. So I, I did not think that he was going to jump out. I, I even said a couple weeks ago that if he did, maybe this is a DC thing. I doubt it. I doubt it. But I'm right. playing devil's advocate here. I'm looking at everything. Um, Live by night did dog shit at the box office. Yeah. But that's like one blemish on a pretty good record. Right. Argo. Um, what else do you do? The Town. The Town. Um, gone Girl. Yeah, gone, gone Baby Gone. Yeah, Gone Baby Gone. Gone Baby Gone. So he's got a good record. So I doubt it's that. Right. But you think he is starting to 
to, to see this bad DC record and maybe he just wants to pull away a little bit and maybe just be Batman? You know, this is, this is uh, Jeffrey Johns, right? Mm-hmm. This is the person who kind of just Jeff took Johns, over yeah. as, uh, as part of the creative team. Maybe there's some issues there. I mean, uh, we've heard a little bit of weird stuff about Wonder Woman since he took over, uh, which was looking super fantastic, and apparently it's... Uh, Starting to get you know yeah, reshoots some, and everything too, yeah. and so maybe maybe Jeffrey Johns is Jeff Johns is uh, overstepping his bounds or or something. You think um, there's a little bit of dick war there, a little bit of tug I, of war? I absolutely believe there is. <laughs> I and he's still contractually obligated to play Batman, but, yeah. and he's gonna keep playing Batman. But you know what, Batman versus Superman that was one of the highlights. I mean, a general consensus, yes. a lot of people came out of the theater loving Affleck as Batman. So why not stay on that, you know? Right. Um, but yeah, yeah, you brought up The Flash. The Flash lost multiple directors. Um, Suicide Squad, you know, got tore up yeah. by critics. Um, I just heard today that Flash got a, a page one rewrite. Ooh. Ooh, that's Ooh. pretty tough, isn't it? A page yeah. one rewrite? You don't know what your fucking beginning is? Are you bringing in Kevin Smith? Because that might save it. But yeah, I'm, yeah, and I'm going to talk about that in a second too. But yeah, Batman versus Superman. I mean, it got raked across the, the, the coals. Um, yeah, Wonder Woman's not looking... T- you know, it's I'm hearing some bad rumbling. So right. I don't know, man. Maybe he's just getting cold feet or maybe, maybe... We'll read what Affleck has to say. Um, There are certain characters who hold a special place in the heart of millions. Uh, Performing this role demands focus, passion, and the very best performance I can give. It has become clear that I cannot do both jobs to the level they require. See, I don't know about that, though. Like, he directed Argo. He started Argo, you know? Um, Together with the studio, I have decided to find a partner and a director who will collaborate with me on this massive film. I am still in this, and we are making it, but we are currently looking for a director. I remain extremely committed to this project and look forward to bringing this to life for fans around the world. Right. Uh, I don't know. It just doesn't add up. I think there's some. I, I, I do drama. understand. The, I do understand the fact that this movie is probably going to be a lot more action intensive than than most movies. You don't see a lot of action movies where the star is the director because there's so much that goes into yeah. framing and having to be physically present when you're on the screen. Um, so I can understand it from from that perspective, but. Uh, yeah, it, it, it doesn't seem like a good sign. No, no. Did you hear, this blew my mind today. I don't even know this was a thing. So far, I think there's a thousand. Um, the Batman fans petitioned Zack Snyder to direct this thing. I think there was like a thousand last time I yeah, looked. Yeah, I, I don't understand that. There, I mean, cause I guess there was a thousand people that enjoyed Batman vs. Superman. Did you watch Batman vs. <laughs> Superman? Did you watch the Owls of Gabool? <laughs> <laughs> wow, I was like... Did you watch? Oh, yeah. I could go on. Did you watch? Did you watch? Did you watch? Did you watch Watchmen? <laughs> yeah, Who watches the Watchmen when they watch the Watchmen? <laughs> yeah, so I, I do not understand this. Uh, but one that I've been rooting for is, um, and he's high on the petition list as well, but that's Kevin Smith. Yes. I, we all know that Kevin Smith is a huge Batman, huge Star Wars right. fan. And he came out today and he says, you know, I'm flattered. You know, he goes, but three things make me directing Batman impossible. One, which I did not know this, man. I haven't spoken to Ben in years. You know, that's sad. You know, I don't know if there's some kind of drama there, but I can't, I hope it's just not Ben going off and and becoming, you know, an Oscar nominated director. I hope that's not the case, man, because I I don't, I don't assume it is. They look like best friends, like back in the day when you're watching, you know, like, you know, uh, Mallrats and, you know, he's, he he even cameoed in uh, Clerks 2, didn't he? Mm -hmm. I mean, he's all, he, he pretty much helped create Ben Affleck. So it just sucks that he hasn't talked to him for years. Um, But two, he goes, I made yoga hosers, okay, which I will agree with that. That was one of the biggest pieces of shit. I was actually looking forward to it. Did you ever watch yoga hosers? I have not watched it. Fucking no. horrible, man. Um, and three, common sense. And I want to talk about number 
three because that is one of the most disturbing things for me when talking about Kevin Smith. Um, right. I remember when he came out because I'm a Kevin Smith supporter. I yes. love what Ke- I love Kevin Smith, man. Like I like his um, his geeky attitude towards film and comics and just the things that we love. But uh, when he made Red State, you know, um, I think Michael Park should have been nominated for an Academy Michael Award. Michael Park's is fucking great. Movie. I am surprised Red State is not a more talked about film. I'm surprised Red State is not a cult classic like Texas Chainsaw Massacre or something. Mm-hmm. You know, something along those lines. Um, I'm a huge fan of Tusk. I, yeah. I had fun watching Tusk. And I remember when he made Red State... I think he had like Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez over to his house. He's like, you got to please Richard watch Linklater this. Richard Linklater was a big one that he had over. Really? It's like, and he got down on himself. Like, I just don't know if this is any good. It was just like this huge pity party. You know, like he, I, I don't know where he's coming from. It's like common sense. I think he's a good director when he wants to be. When he's doing something like Yoga Hosers. I, I can't blame him for Yoga Hosers though. Yeah. It's something like he sat down with a podcast like we're doing with some friends and they read this story like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's make it. I can yeah. respect that. Yeah. I didn't like Yoga Hosers, but I liked that it was original. And it's something he wanted to do. He knows Batman inside and out. I would love to see a studio and Affleck talk to, to you know Kevin Smith and be like, let's do this. Hold his hand a little bit. He hasn't done a, a huge movie since. What was the biggest movie he's done? He hasn't uh, done stu- a big. Stu- Studio-wise, cop out. Yeah, cop out. Yeah, and we, <laughs> that, that was, was a mess. A but I don't. Yeah, yeah I don't that think that totally was his that fault. wasn't totally his fault either. Yeah, I mean Bruce Willis was a and that yeah real was Bruce, yeah, yeah real asshole. Yeah, so ah, I just wish that he would have a little bit more pride in himself or a little bit more courage. I guess it was what I would say a little bit more courage to tackle something like this. Right. Um, what do you think about that? I, I mean, yeah, he's he's a fantastic writer, and he knows he knows his comics. Mm-hmm. He knows his shit. He's uh, written and directed episodes of The Flash, and those are pretty yeah, lauded episodes. Yeah. Um, he's written plenty of comics himself, uh, Green Lantern and Batman's. And, yeah, Green and, Arrow. There's a yeah. great run of um, a trade of Green Arrow that I love. Absolutely. So it, he understands the world. Um, it it might be too big for him. I think. You think so? Um, and and as much as I love Red State and and even Tusk, I wouldn't say they're like master classes in directing. Uh-huh. Um, well, you know what? You look at something like. Um, Ryan and I was uh, I was talking about Clown, which is directed by John Watts, right? This yes. small little movie. Um, he did a, um, um, a Kevin Bacon movie, too. It was a drama. Uh, I think it was Cop Car or something like that. Yes. Does that, does that sound right? Um, so this small-time indie director, he just, boom, stepped right up, and he's directing Spider-Man Homecoming, which is going to be one of the biggest movies of next year. So I think that a lot of these studios, they, they hold the hand, you know? Like, mm-hmm. that's why Edgar Wright left Ant-Man, because of not having all the freedom that he mm-hmm. wanted to do. So I think Kevin Smith would be... Flash is a perfect example. He's not calling the shots on Flash. He's a right. geek. You know, I'm sure that they sit down and drink coffee, and he, he um, explains some things he wants to do. And they do them, but for the most part, it's CW making Flash. Right. I would like to. I would love to see them come in and hold well, his hand. You can also look at that in, in the James Gunn perspective, mm-hmm. where they gave him Guardians of the Galaxy, and they said, "You you take care of this." This yeah. is this. It wasn't a property that they were expecting to do that well, so they were just like, "Let's put it on screen. Let's give you a, a minimal budget and just see what happens." Yeah. You you got full control, and then it blew up. Yeah. So uh, you know, hopefully, you know, more people take chances like that with directors like James Gunn. But I don't see Kevin Smith in the same sort of class that yeah. Gunn was. Gunn was making his his indie films like Super and Slither yeah. are, are fantastic movies. They're well directed, well written, well taken care of. Um, and and some of Smith's work gets really sloppy, especially on the directing side. Yeah, who do you want to see direct this? Is there a name that just kind of sticks out for you? I I want to see Affleck. Yeah, I, I think yeah I Affleck did too. Should be on it. I I said before when right when he was announced. 
um, as Batman, I was like, man, I would love to see him direct a Batman right. movie. He's got that grit down, you know, I think would have been perfect. So that's unfortunate. Um, I hope that changes. I don't think it will, but uh, we will see. Yeah. Um, Stranger Things season two, man, it picks up a year or so after the events of season one. Uh, we got our first image today. Did you see that image? I did with the little Ghostbuster suits. What do you think <laughs> of that image, dude? It's it's a it's a cool look. Uh, you know, it's just holy '80s, and that's I mean that's what the show is. Yeah. So and I put like. 80s fan service completely, right? Absolutely. But and sometimes that can wear pretty thin, you know, where that where uh, um you have a product and, and and then they'll hang everything that they have right on just the nostalgia. Um and I like the plot of season 1. It was it was good enough. Um but I like the 80s nostalgia um uh, tips of the hat that, that Stranger Things, you know, does. And these kids, it's these kids though. These kids in Ghostbusters suits fucking love it man yeah. i thought it was fantastic and, and i think what what stranger things does what other things don't if if other people had taken care of this it would have been let's set something in the 80s and build a story inside of it uh, and i think what they did was built a story and then put things from the 80s into exactly. that story i think that's and why it succeeds. And, and that's why it succeeds so much more than than other things that try to go that nostalgia route. yeah are we getting that this year that has to be this year right i believe it's this yeah, summer, yeah it has this to be somewhere in there all right kyle are you ready to go back to pandora Fuck no. <laughs> okay. We're going to go there four more times. I think, yeah, four more times. James Cameron says he's done writing all four five. Avatar sequels. The fifth one. <laughs> the fifth one, Two, man. three, four, and five are written, and they're going to film them back to back to back to back. <laughs> so here's what Cameron says. The thing is, my focus isn't on Avatar 2. My focus is on Avatar 2, 3, 4, and 5. That's a terrible perspective! <laughs> Equally. That's exactly how I'm approaching it. They've um, all been developed equally. I've just finished the script to Avatar 5. I'm now starting the process of active prep. I'll be working with the actors in the, in the capture volume in August. Uh, so I'm booked in production every day between now and then. Our volume is up and running and everything is designed. And so we're going full guns right now. I feel like um, I've been let out of jail because I've been in the, in the writing cave for the last two years. I'm actually enjoying life. I don't enjoy writing. I wouldn't wish this writing thing on a dog. What the fuck, Cameron? <laughs> Jesus. No, and I really hate that he says, I'm not focused on two, I'm focused on two, three, four, and five, yeah. because that makes it seem like he doesn't want to make four movies, he wants to make one eight to ten hour long movie. Yeah. And, th- and the first one's not good. I The first one's garbage. And maybe, okay, and I don't, I don't know if I entirely agree with this approach, but one thing I will say is... Hopefully he at least knows his end game. I think that was a big problem with Avatar, where it was just kind of there. I mean, it was dances with fucking wolves. Yes. So hopefully, if he knows where he's going in five, hopefully that makes the other movies a little bit great. Great example: Matrix two and three. Right. First one does great, and they just throw everything at the fucking wall with the sequels. Yeah. Right. Hopefully it's not that way because he's thought everything out. But I tell you what, I don't give a shit. Can right. you imagine if you were an Avatar fan? <laughs> The last one was... One of those people who bought a Navi yeah, flashlight. You fucking love it. You walked out and you're like, it's my number one film of, of eight years ago, right? Yeah. You're like, I think it's the, the it's James Cameron's best film. You have to wait eight fucking years for a sequel. By the time it's all done, say he cranks out one every two years, it's going to be, what, like 20 fucking years before your franchise is done? Yeah. Fuck the guy who is waiting for Avatar 2, man. And even worse, he started writing the original Avatar in 1994. Mm. I don't, man. Na'vi is some of the shittiest fucking creatures I've ever seen. <laughs> right. Uh, 
I don't know. I do not give a shit about that. But something I do give a shit about, did you see the IMAX King Kong poster? I did, and it looks very Apocalypse Now. Did you like it? Well, yeah. you were a big fan of Apocalypse it's, Now, right? I, I, no, I like Apocalypse you liked Now. It. I just didn't put it in Pantheon. Okay, okay. So let's let's make that clear. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's like it's very Apocalypse Now, but like with Kong instead of Martin Sheen's face, which is just fucking oh, great. It was one of the coolest posters. I forget who posted it on AV. Uh, Marquis? Was it Mark Marquis? I loved it. I saw that. At first, I thought it was like a fan uh, poster. Yeah. But it's not. It's an actual real thing. I have to find this poster, man. It's probably the coolest poster I've seen since um, Rogue One did a Stanley Kubrick um, full metal jacket where you had the X-Wing pilots, mm-hmm. but it said, like, Born to Kill on the side. I love that. That's pretty awesome. But, yeah, so these this poster is one of the, the, the coolest looking posters I've seen. And I hope that that tone, because even when that trailer came out, I was like, this is Apocalypse Now meets King Kong. Mm-hmm. You, you can clearly see it's set yeah. in fucking Vietnam. And now that we have this poster, and they're blatantly like, hey, this is Apocalypse Now versus, like with King Kong. So I am totally cool with this, man. I hope that King Kong at the end of 2017 is a top five, man, for me. Mm-hmm. I'm so looking forward to King Kong. It looks pretty. It doesn't look like there's going to be shitty CGI dinosaurs like that Peter Jackson <laughs> version. What are they called? Death crawlers? I don't know. It, I, God, I, I fell asleep, you know. Seven hours into that movie, and I was only halfway into it, man. So it's official. Dennis uh, Villeneuve, I think that's how you say his Villanueva. name. Is it? Oh, tomato, tomato. We'll direct <laughs> Dune for Legendary Pictures. Your thoughts on this? Um, I, I, I'm not someone who has seen Dune. So, Neither am I. So that's not something that I've, I've got a lot of expertise in. Uh, I, I know it's you know highly regarded as a book and as a film, not so much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, people, that's one of the... the the standards for man they really fucked up this book yeah movies so yeah i'm excited for people that are big fans of it uh to maybe hopefully get a version that is suitable to them man this guy here is taking hollywood by storm he could become like the next ridley scott or james cameron if this mm-hmm. movie like um arrival right nominated for best picture um you have blade runner 2049 that looks like Blade Runner, right. you know. So I'm hoping the movie is 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 good and, and sticks with that quality um, that really Scott you know produced you know uh, years ago. But then he's also has Dune. This is like the science fiction guy right now. Tell me this guy has this guy has to be like just swimming in cash. Dune, yeah. Blade Runner, and fucking Arrival, which was a, a modest budget and it made us money back. Let's just say that. Yeah, and I'm sure it'll it'll pick up once it comes out on on video too, especially with an Oscar nod. Yeah. Are you a fan of um, S. Greg Zoller? I think that's how you pronounce his name as well. He directed not. Bone Tomahawk. Absolutely great okay. movie. I love Bone Tomahawk, but I love like the, the first two acts more than the third act. You okay. know, I love just spending time with those characters. Yeah. Kurt Russell and uh, what's that guy's name? Um, he was in Lost. Which one? Uh, uh, isn't it Matthew? No. Matthew Fox? Matthew Fox. He actually gave me a performance from Matthew Fox that I liked. I love Matthew Fox actually yeah. in this movie. And besides Lost, I haven't not been a Matthew Fox fan. Um, but this not a big party of five fan Brad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Mel Gibson and Vince Vaughn have signed on to co-headline um, S. Greg Zaylor's um, "Dragged Across Concrete." Oh. This sounds exciting. I'll, I'll get back to that in a second. But he also directed um, a movie coming this year called "Brawl in Cell Block 99." That also stars Vince Vaughn. Hmm. Um, have, you ever, have you ever watched Walter Hill movies? Yeah. Um, like, you know, 48 Hours, Another 48 yeah. Hours, um, Red Heat, all those movies. 
this guy sounds like a Walter Hill kind of director, especially when you look at the... I'll, let me read the synopsis to you yeah. um, of this movie called Dragged Across Concrete. So it's Mel Gibson, it's Vince Vaughn. The script, the script centers on two policemen. One an old-timer, Gibson. The other is a volatile young partner, Vaughn, who find themselves suspended when a video of their strong-arm tactics become the, the media's um, cause du jour. Uh, low on cash and with no options, these two um, embittered soldiers descend into the criminal underworld to gain their just due, but instead find more than they wanted awaiting in the shadows. Didn't that sound like a Walter Hill movie? Yeah. So with this and then Brawl and Cell Block 99 is Vince Vaughn jail movie. You know, so I'm just, I'm all about this guy right now. I love the titles too. Dragged yeah. Across co Concrete, Brawl and Cell Block 99, a Bone Tomahawk. So this one's going to be on my radar. I don't know if we're going to see this at the end of this year or if it's going to be like early 2018. Yeah, I mean, that, that sounds great. Uh, that's, a, you know, a little unusual. You'd think that that story would, you know, end with the video instead of yeah, yeah. picking up where it, yeah. picking up with it. That's that's an interesting take on it. Yeah. I, I, the guy has, has done marvelous work that I've seen. So Yeah, and um, he did a great job with Kurt Russell, you know. Yeah. Great, great beard, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> He taught that beard how to act so well. Did you vote yes or no um, against the uh, for the the Kurt I, Russell with a beard? I went with no. Whoa, I yeah. like a nice clean cut Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. I Man, I love yeah. the thing. Just yeah, bushy beard, hateful eight Kurt Russell, but bone tomahawk, right. huge mustache. Yeah, love it. But um, <laughs> he he directed uh, Kurt Russell and Bone Tomahawk, which was was awesome. And I want to see. Kurt Russell. I was hoping that you would hear something like, that'd be awesome, Kurt Russell and Mel Gibson. That'd be badass, wouldn't it? Sure. Two embittered old fucking cops <laughs> tearing up the underworld. Sign me up now, you know? Yeah. But I'm excited about these, man. I think they, they sound pretty good. I got a little bit of news here. Yeah, what um, you got, man? So, uh, we have a new Transformers coming out oh, this summer. Fucking remind and me. Michael Bay has announced it's his last Transformers movie, but the series will continue without him okay. on board. So, That's uh, the biggest thing that he's rebooted like right now, man. Yeah, I mean that he's the king of rebooting things at this point. Uh, yeah, I, I and again, I couldn't give less of a shit. I, did, I I'm not even a fan of the first one, which people seem to enjoy. But I can watch Transformers <laughs> one, but I will not stick up for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they need to do something. Like if I could pick two, if I could pick two franchises that need rebooted right away, it's Turtles. And it's Transformers, man. <laughs> and what, what it's I'm, too fucking What I'm serious. upset about, though, is I'm hearing these rumors of Transformers and G.I. Joe yeah. kind of doing its own thing. And they have to reboot before they do that. Because I don't like... Well, that fuck, that's another one I would I would redo. Is because I can't stand... I'm a huge G.I. Joe fan. It was like my number one toy as a kid. Yeah. Love G.I. Joe. But the, the, the movies, dog shit to me. So I would love to see G.I. Joe and Transformers meet, but not in this universe these fuckheads have created. <laughs> oh, my God. What else you got? Oh, what do I have? Um, not a whole lot. That was about it, I think. Oh, uh, Sharknado 5 started production today. Yes. You know, so, I've never seen a Sharknado movie. Really? Uh, I, I, they're so bad, but, like, entertaining bad. Yeah. And they know they're bad, and they just up it every time to just levels of high stupidity. I enjoy them. Not because they're quality, but because they're just fucking ridiculous. How about this one? Diego Luna is the new Scarface. Oh. Does Luna have what it takes to be Scarface? Sure. Yeah? I, Why he's, he's actually Hispanic, unlike Al Pacino. 
<laughs> you know what? <laughs> I, I just caught myself because I was going to be like, you know, why remake Scarface? But Scarface is a remake, a remake of Scarface, yeah. you know? So, but one of the best remakes of all time sure. with Al Pacino. I think it's probably, I've never seen the original Scarface, but I can't imagine it being better than it, yeah. fucking 80s coming over from the fucking, from Cuba, Al Pacino kind of Scarface. Right, it's I, not. <laughs> I, I can't imagine it being. Um, but uh, Antoine Fuqua, which I've only been a fan of one of his movies, and that's Training Day. And ever since he did Training Day, it's like you can't make a fucking good movie. Yeah. Um, what about you? you? like Antoine Fuqua? Um, I've, I've not watched a lot of his movies. I've seen Training Day, obviously. Great. Uh, but I think Denzel pretty much carries that movie. Yeah. And I don't know if it's so much him as it is that performance. Well, I guess that he was going to direct the Scarface. He dropped out. Um, he's going for Equalizer 2, which I guess is Denzel Washington as well. Yep. Did you ever watch Equalizer? Uh, I heard it's pretty decent. Yeah, actually, I actually heard it's pretty I good, never, too. I, I heard there's an awesome, like, um, Home Depot kind of action scene that I've been dying to see. Like, he yeah. just taking out bad guys with fucking measuring tapes and nail guns and fucking hammers. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm all signed up for that. But yeah, I don't, like, Diego Luna, I'm trying to picture, because Al Pacino has a hardness to him. Yeah. You know? Diego Luna, I'm sure he can. I'm trying to think of everything I've seen Diego Luna, Elysium. We watched him in uh, Bloodfather. Yeah, okay, perfect example. I was gonna go Rogue One next, but Bloodfather is actually a better example. He played a a villain. Oh, badass. Yeah, he played a villain, but he wasn't scary. I didn't think. Actually, I think he. he did was, you like him in that? Yeah, I, I thought. Him I thought he was probably the weakest link in the movie when you have like Mel Gibson's beard. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Michael Park showing up <laughs> spouting some crazy shit. Um, but yeah, I think. Uh, he was probably he was forgettable for me. He wasn't bad, but I just thought he was forgettable. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I could see him playing Scarface, man. Yeah, it's it's not a necessity. Yeah. I, I I really hate like oh it's been twenty years since we've had that property out. Yeah. Oh people buy T-shirts and posters of it now. Let's remake it. Yeah, file that on something. I don't even care if it gets right. remade. Um, what about do you have any other movie news before we get into some trailer talk? I don't think I really have anything other than uh, it's it's. Movie and new news adjacent. Uh, IMDb is shutting down its message boards this month. I didn't get to read that. Do you know what that's all about? Uh, basically, they're sick of it being spammed and full of hate messages. Which you know, there's a lot of that there, obviously. Yeah. But uh, it, it's not all of that. There, there is good movie discussions that happen there for people. So it's it's kind of a, a weird. Is Donald Trump make. shutting it down? Probably. He's building a firewall around, <laughs> around the, the discussion board. boards. Probably Michael Bay. Probably owns it. <laughs> Stop talking shit about Transformers. <laughs> um, did you see that uh, someone posted, I got excited for a hot minute, um, that Robert England's returning for one Whoa. more. And I was like, I want to see that, dude, because like Robert, I love the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Right. And I don't, I can't ever see, like you can cast someone to be Jason Voorhees. Yeah. You know, there's been like six Jason actors. Uh, you're behind actors. a mask. Yeah, you're behind a mask. You just need to walk with a machete and be. And big. not even talk. And not even talk. But yeah. Robert England, man, he's just, he's fucking. He's, he's Freddy Krueger. Right. And I want to see another one so bad. I mean, they're doing another uh, Child's Play movie. So I want to see this resurgence, you know, of like bring back some of these old school, like gritty resurgence of the 80s slasher flick, you know, yeah. 80s horror movies. And I, I got excited and because he said he'd be up to doing another one. But what was posted is they're actually doing a documentary uh-huh. about makeup or something like that. Don't quote me on it. But it's like I think what they're doing is putting them in a chair and, and redoing them, doing all the makeup. So you get to see all of that from, from beginning to end. And I was like, well, yeah, he's going to be in the makeup. But I don't know if the person who posted that read that article or not. Maybe right. they 
did, but I got excited, so I got a little pissed. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck, man? He's just going to be in a chair doing makeup. So, um, But yeah, what about trailers, man? Did you watch, and I've talked about this a couple times. This was a new trailer that came out. So um, if you've heard me talk about this before, um, forgive me. I'm pumped about this movie. It's The Lost City of Z. Mm-hmm. Did you watch this trailer? I did. Did you watch it previously? No. Okay. What? No, you haven't watched this trailer? No. First time? Yeah. What'd you think? Uh, it looks pretty bland to me, honestly. Wow, okay. Um, I, I, I think there's just something in, and it's, again, it's just a trailer, so it uh-huh. obviously can open up, but Charlie Hunnam just seems very, I don't know, morose. He's very, he's very just too calm in, in, in this. Uh, I'm starting to pay, I'm starting to figure you out, man. You don't like adventure movies. They're not, they're not my forte. I don't, really, I don't really. love adventure movies. Something but, about uh, a good adventure movie for me. This doesn't seem like that. This yeah. just seems like a drama in the jungle. You know what? So I've made this comparison um, previously. Um, in past episodes, I've talked about this like two or three times. Um, I think this looks like Apocalypse Now That's meets Indiana gonna, Jones. Do you get that vibe apo- at all? I was going to say Apocalypto. Mm, okay, I can see That's, that too. It's, it's a little more that to me. Uh, which I like, but it's also a very like quiet movie. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't see how adventuring fits into to it too much. And if, uh, if you're out there and you're listening to this, um, The Lost City of Z is a true-life drama centering on Brit- uh, British explorer who disappeared while searching for a mysterious city in the Amazon in the 1920s. And what's crazy is I don't like Charlie Hunnam for basic rule. You know, I just don't like him. Doesn't mean he can't do anything great because I think he looks fantastic in this. Um, Tom Holland, who's going to be the, the new Spider-Man, um, he's in this. Robert Pattinson, I do not care for yeah. you know um he's in this uh and sienna miller so i guess this is going to be rolling out on 20 april 21st and it's going to be a, um, a limited release on um, the 14th um, of april is what it looks like so i'm i'm very excited about it. this is my top 10 most anticipated i think it was like number like four or five i'm really hmm. excited about this so All right. um, but i am a sucker for adventure movies and i don't get of them, course i don't get a, i don't get a lot of them and so no. i get really pumped when one comes out um, our next trailer, man, Free Fire. Did you watch the trailer for that? That looked fantastic. Is this your first time watching this trailer? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, it's got a bunch of good things going for it. One, Explain the trailer. What is this movie about? This movie seems like it's a Mexican standoff. <laughs> the entire, entire movie, movie is a Mexican standoff in a warehouse uh-huh. with like a bunch of people with guns. Um, it's A24 Studios, which I have not seen an A24 movie that I have disliked. Okay. Um, so that's things like... Did you watch High Rise? Uh, no. Okay. Is that A24? I think so, because it's Ben Wheatley, and I think he's worked with you know that, that huh. company before, but I'm not for sure. I don't know. I wasn't uh, a High Rise fan. So. I didn't watch it. So. Fucking nuts. I've heard people like it. Yeah, oh, it's just so. Tom Hiddleston having sex on every floor of a High Rise. Sounds great. <laughs> uh, Sounds like shoot him up, and I love shoot him up. Maybe I need to give it another shot. <laughs> <laughs> no, but and it's it's Brie Larson, and, and that's it, this whole movie just looks like it's a Mexican shoot, and it's it's a comedy, I think. Yeah, not, not quite. I mean, there's a lot of comedic elements in the trailer, anyways. Yeah, and I like that it's set in 1970. 1978, yeah. actually, is when yeah. it's set. So it's got a nice old look to it. I love the scene where the guys like, there's a, a guy gets shot in the head and he goes to the ground. And the guy like walks up to him. He's like, "Whoa!" So that's what brains look like. And then yeah, the guy yeah. sits up and he's like, "Oh fuck!" I, I like that great. scene where he's like, uh, I think it's Arnie Hammer at the beginning Arnie of this trailer. Hammer. He's getting ready to shake someone's hand and he won't shake his hand. Yeah. He's like, "Did you just masturbate?" Did you just masturbate? <laughs> so my biggest fear, and I know this won't be yours because you are a fan of this director, uh-huh. but I get a um, Guy Ritchie, like early Guy Ritchie vibe. Did you get that as well? Or yeah. Is, okay. And I enjoy that. Yeah, and I'm not a Guy Ritchie fan, so 
I'm, I'm excited for this. I do like the idea of a, a small, just action movie right. set in a warehouse, it, it 1978. Is, it it, it almost feels like a like a British action movie, but it's American, and that's that, I think that's it. Yeah, and, and the premise just seems cool. Just, just yeah, premise a cool. whole movie that's a Mexican standoff. Exactly. So Free Fire, um, I guess, comes out April 21st. So right, real close to the time of um, Lost City of Z. So yeah, yeah I can't I wait to check both those out. So let's end this movie news with what you've been watching this week. What I've been watching, uh, I started the uh, the Lemony Snicket's uh, series of unfortunate events on what Netflix. What are you thinking? It's not too bad. Uh-huh. I, I kind of enjoy it. Um, I never watched the the original movie. I haven't read the books, but I, you know, from what I watched, it was pretty good. Um, let's see. We saw Split in the theater. Cool, awesome. Fucking amazing movie. Yeah. We need to do a podcast uh, yeah, specifically real soon. about real soon. that and Shyamalan and everything. So I watched Unbreakable last night as well. Um, and did that still hold up really well? It does. Awesome. Uh, the, the third act is, is a little wonky to me, but uh, it's still pretty Yeah, that's pretty coming real soon. Movie. I actually had a video lander ask when uh, we were going to do a review on Split. So I even do, when we do our review, we're just going to... Go like five minutes once you think of it, and then talk about the ending and the possibilities of that yeah. ending. I cannot wait to talk yeah. about we, that. We won't spoil it oh, right now. But fantastic. Yeah, fuck James McAvoy. Yeah. Uh, could could get an Oscar nomination. And I hope that's a sign of good things to come just in 2017 yeah. alone. Because I can't remember the last time. January I, movies, Shyamalan movies, this had everything going against, against it. Against it, dude. And I loved it. So, <laughs> and it was incredible. Top beginning to end. Yeah, uh, yeah. That girl from The Witch is fantastic. Oh, I man. can't remember her name. Yeah, and then having like a movie. I'd never have a potential top 10. Okay, in early twenties, you know, early part of the year, right. and right now I can't imagine it going off my list. Yeah. You know, so I, I, I love it, man. Yeah. yeah uh, what else have you been watching? Uh, wrestling. Watched the Royal Rumble. Oh, how was that? Who uh, won? <laughs> the Royal Rumble. Randy Orton, which was kind of weird, because hmm. uh, he's not really in the main event scene. And it, the 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 event itself, all the matches leading up to it were really great. John Cena, AJ Styles put on a fantastic match. That's one of the best matches WWE has ever put on. Huh. Legit. Uh, the Royal Rumble was full of people that are there, which is kind of weird because Royal Rumble is usually there and you get these surprise returns and stuff like that. Not a single one. Uh, oh. There was there was one guy named Ty Dillinger. His motif is that he's the perfect 10. And he's not he's not in WWE's in NXT, their developmental thing. And he came out as number 10, so that like got a big pop and everyone okay. loved that. But it was, uh, it was just a series of big guys just destroying people. And then with the last... Four people. We got Brock Lesnar, Goldberg, The Undertaker, all in a row. So these were the the three big names that were supposed to be there. And then the last person, everyone's expecting this big, exciting person to come out, like a Kurt Angle. Hulk Hogan. Or something. This is is supposed to be the big Uh, moment. The 30 spot's usually very exciting. uh And Roman Reigns comes out. Oh, fuck. I'm glad they (laughs) And it's like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. And he starts going nuts in the ring. He eliminates The Undertaker. Of all people. And he starts eliminating everyone, oh, and it gets fuck. to the ring where there's two guys where you're like, he's going to he win get this eliminated whole hard? fucking thing. Undertaker? Yeah. Uh, did he not, get... not really. Okay. I mean, the guy just had hip surgery not too long ago, <laughs> yeah. so he was clearly moving around a little Yeah, there's little no wonky. like double DDT like fucking I, yeah. thrown out by his ass. I would I would be surprised if he wrestles after this <laughs> WrestleMania. Well, Maybe I this will be his last I feel year. sorry for you guys, man, because like I don't even watch that much wrestling, yeah. and every time I do watch it, I feel like Roman Reigns is thrown down my fucking throat. He is. I can't stand him, dude. He looks so generic. He, he's okay. He's a good-looking guy. He's a huge guy. Uh-huh. He's a really big guy. He's legit strong. He's got. He does have some charisma, but he would just make such a good bad guy. Mm-hmm. And they keep trying to make him this like 
protector of everyone and this fan favorite, Fuck and that. he's just not. Dude, look at my wrestling ring over there. I miss those days when you had, like, fucking Jake the Snake and right. Ultimate Warrior. And I just get back to the fun. Like, one of my favorite um, uh, wrestlers right now is actually a tag team. It's the guys who come out and they shake their dicks around, and they're fucking, <laughs> like, what they eat? They have their own fucking cereal, like, Bootios, yeah, the, new day. the New Day. The New Day. That's fun to me. Roman Reigns yeah. is a, is he's a generic bad guy right. in a fucking Die Hard movie. You know, he is. He sucks, man. He's so. that tall German guy who gets you know killed pretty easily. Yeah. I and the, the other last thing. Oh, I should have put this in movie news, but Lucha Underground's that other wrestling show I've talked yeah, about yeah, a few yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, you about that all the time. Uh, coming to Netflix, mm. which is pretty massive. But Netflix is not uh, something that would you'd think would carry a wrestling television yeah, yeah. show. Uh, and this is coming in later in the month, and it's going to put a lot of eyes on it, and I think a lot of people are really going to like Netflix it. I think Netflix is ready to take over the world, man. Yeah. They're, they, them and Amazon uh, went to Sundance and cleaned house, apparently, yeah. where they bought a fuckload of movies that are going to be specific just to them. Right on, man. So anything else? Have you watched any Oscar movies? Oh, Oscars is coming up. Dude, I, I watched Moonlight. That was kind of the last big one for me What'd that you I need think? to see. Um, Top 10 of the year for you? Man, Marshal Ali, fucking great performance. Killed it. Killed it. I wish he had been in more of the movie. Yeah. Um, I wish he was in more of Luke He was Cage. in the first act. Yeah. <laughs> I wish he had more yeah, of the Absolutely. Um, the first act is, is, is a really good setup to the oh. movie. The second act is fantastic. Uh, the actor who plays the main character, Little, uh, is great. Uh, absolutely wonderful performance. And then the third part, is, I, I was taken out uh-huh. a little bit. Um, still decent, but you know, didn't really drive home the movie to me. Yeah. I, I ended up getting really tired and just yeah. Kind of I agree with you. I think it's um, I think it's a very important movie. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that it exists. I mean, um, especially with you know in, in the in the world that we live in, the crazy world that we live in. Not only is it bad to or not bad, but hard hard to come out that you're homosexual, right? But also be an African American and homosexual. That has like. In, in a, a very, son. like, ghetto neighborhood. In the ghetto neighborhood. Yeah. So I think it's a very important film. I think it's a special film. And I went to go watch it, and I liked it. But, yeah, I don't I don't know, man. I think it was... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It was just kind of what you would expect, you know, for, for um, any kind of award-winning... It was, it was almost like Oscar bait. Sure. Wasn't it? Don't sure. you think? So it's not something I'll ever return to and watch, but I do think it's an important movie. I'm glad that it was nominated as well because I think that's... A lot of people probably just skip right over it just because of the content of the film. Yeah. You know, but now that it's nominated for Best Picture, it's got that spotlight on it where a lot of people... What, what is this Moonlight movie? So I do think, go check it out. Great performances, great everything across the board, but okay. it, at the end of the day, I just I kind of left just not... Just tired, I guess. Yeah. You know, just tired. Because it's a very quiet, slow movie. Yeah. Um, and... and that's kind of what I expected from it. Um, and you joked around a little bit with me, but there's like a hand job scene in the, in the movie. <laughs> Great hand, you, Best hand job on the beach the scene. Best hand job on the beach scene. But it legitimately is like a really well shot scene and it's very like sweet and emotional yeah, in yeah, its, yeah. its own way. So they do some pretty interesting and, and great things in Moonlight. I'd, I'd give it a C if I was you. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Anything else? That's about it, really. All right, man. I had to fit most of my marathon movies in this week, which we're going to be recording tonight. Um, our, our Golden yeah. Idols, our first marathon of 2017. Uh, we had to watch Terminator 2, Mad Max Fury Road, Die Hard, Hard Boiled, Raid, and The Matrix. Uh, that was a fun marathon, man. Yeah. Yeah, fun marathon. A lot of killing. A lot of killing. I can't <laughs> wait to hear your kill count when we yeah. start this. So after you listen to the movie news, uh, check out our marathon. It's going to be a blast. Um, I watched Nocturnal Animals. You finally got to see it. Yes. What did you think? What do you think? I, it was one of my favorite, probably top five yeah. of the year. I, man, I liked it, 
I thought it was okay. But then I started thinking about it, and I just... The movie was about... Okay, this would be my IMDb synopsis. Mm-hmm. It was about Amy Adams reading a average crime drama, okay, and then getting stood up in a restaurant. Right. That because that two was and the, a half hours. That was the biggest embarrassment that she could have faced. I don't. He know. did the worst thing he could possibly do to someone like her. But then I liked the crime drama. I thought it was good. But then fantastic. it, but then it has fantastic. no fucking stakes. It's just a fucking story. Yeah, but it's, all movies are just stories. Yeah, but it's a story that she's reading. It has no impact. Is there's nothing to it? I mean, it's brutal and it's awesome. It's fucking. Would, great. would you finish that if you were her? You'd be like, yeah. what the, Would you? Why? Fuck yeah, that was it's, a great fucking story. Dude, come on, how really? many fucking crime? Name your top ten crime. Fucking dramas that would not even be fu- if that was just that movie uh-huh. where two girls get taken out to the fucking desert, raped, murdered, and you have a detective and a guy trying to figure out that movie. That's a hundred fucking movies out there, and I loved it. Oh, it's Aaron I, Taylor Johnson. Tell me that was no, one of the he, best performances of the year. Best performance, yeah. It, it was a great support. Probably I, the best supporting I loved, actor. Yeah, I liked him. I liked him. I thought he was great. And Michael uh, Shannon was fucking great too. As, yeah, I liked Michael Shannon. I thought the performances were really good. But at the end of the day, it was just about Amy Adams reading a an average crime drama. Like this would not be a bestseller if you just put that story out. It would get buried you know, it's by ve- a thousand other stories that are. are just like that. It was just so subpar. I, I don't know about that. I, what's the uh, the guy wrote fucking everything that's popular, justified, and stuff like that? I can't remember his goddamn name right now. It's blanking. But it's very much like his kind of stories. And I, those are incredibly popular. Something I did love is the music, though. Yeah. The music had like a like a fifties like Alfred Hitchcock score to it that I thought right. was really interesting. Um, I also rewatched John Wick. This yes. week, yeah, because I, I, we did, we left John Wick off of our action marathon, and um, I saved it for the end because I was like, man, I wanted to watch John Wick like all the way through this because the reason we're doing this marathon is because John Wick two releases next week, right? And so I'm, I'm excited. I watched John Wick, and um, I like John Wick. I think it's a good movie. Yeah. I think it's completely overrated. Like I wouldn't, I, have, I might put it in like maybe top action films of the 21st century, like top ten, because I don't think there's been a lot. Yeah. You know, there. Um, but I did enjoy it. I thought it was fine. I liked it probably better um, this time around than when I did the first time. But, um, man, I tell you what, I am excited for John Wick 2. Yeah. I hope that Looks now fantastic. they know what they have, that, that, it was, that it was received so well. I hope they fucking take it to 10 and he's doing some uh, Chow Young fat hard-boiled shit where he's like flying all over the place with guns you know I, flapper all over yeah I, I hope we get to see some of that so I'm, I'm very excited for John Wick too um, and then your nomination was Rear yep. Window for yes, Pantheon Consideration um, so I'm watching I'm, I won't give you what I think yet because we had a huge conversation about it anyway so you yeah. probably know where I'm at you know pretty much it. Um, anyway but um, my wife and I watched Rear Window um, again so uh, I watched that about ready to write my review up um, I had to tell myself Brad just concentrate on one fucking thing, okay? Don't think about Psycho while you're watching Mirror <laughs> Window. Well, no, so I'm, yeah, I'm not. But I was like, we have our marathon, we had our movie news notes, we had all this stuff that I was structuring, right? <laughs> right? And in the middle of this, okay, I'm thinking about marathons that we're doing in the future, I'm thinking about my uh, nomination that I'm, I need to write up, <laughs> and I'm writing the rear, view, uh, rear Window review. And I'm like, okay, Brad, hold the fuck up, put Rear, rear Window out of your fucking mind, until after the marathon okay yeah. let's get through the marathon and then we can dance with that okay mm-hmm. so that's I, I watched it this week though with april so we got our rewatching of that so uh, kicking ass in the facebook poll oh or yes yeah it was fuck yeah. i think it was like 
Um, I don't know. If it's, last don't thing know. it was like last thing it was like fifteen to twenty yes, um, and then two, two. no. Yeah. And we we so we gave the Facebook poll a one vote. Yeah. And because we always said that there'd be some people that just go on there and they press the yes button. We're gonna see that. It sometimes going to work in our favor, right. and sometimes it won't. We realize that. And, and there's going to be people to do no. I think if this had been up when Roger Rabbit was nominated, it probably would have gotten a no yep. from Facebook. Yep. So best thing we can do is push it, especially with our reviews, tell people to watch it. Um, but I, I'm, I'm glad that there was a few that got it. There were plenty of people on there who I was really impressed with the way they answered. They were like, I'm not going to vote right now. I want to watch this yeah. movie, then I'll vote. I was so and excited that's, about that. that's great. That's great. At the very end of the day, that's kind of what we're wanting to do. We're wanting people to watch these great movies, yep. and that's what's happening. And I'm going to end with two things I'm going to watch this week. Um, tomorrow, Ooh. well, I wanted to watch Fences. And yeah. I, all week, dude, um, they had two viewings in Lafayette, like at 7 and 9.40 or something, <laughs> right? And I'm getting that old shit going on where I'm like, dude, i got to be in bed by fucking 9.30, right? <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, and we never made it. And I told my wife, if we don't make it out to see Fences, it's going to be pulled. Guess yeah. what? I looked it up. It's not playing in gone. theaters. This week. It's gone. So that pisses me off because I really want to see Fences. Uh, but the other one is Blazing Saddles. We're doing a Versus yeah. soon. And uh, Ver- uh, Blazing Saddles is actually playing at the Lafayette Theater yeah. um, downtown. So I'm so excited about that. They, they had like a, a poll that they put up of like six or seven movies, and that's what won out. I really? I can't remember what the other movies that they had. So I'm, I'm so excited about that because I haven't, man, I can't tell you. I mean, obviously I know some of the main scenes that we won't bring up here tonight. Y'all, but... a bunch of Kansas City faggots <laughs> yeah. is, like, a really offensive but, like, just hilarious just line hilarious. because it doesn't make any fucking yeah. sense whatsoever. So I cannot wait. I think it's, um, is it 1974 that both those movies were made? Yes. 74, 78, something like that. But Young Frankenstein, Blazing Saddles, made the same fucking year by Mel Brooks, Gene Wilder. Um, so I can't wait to watch both these movies and see where they land for our first mm-hmm. verses of 2017. So I'm going to be excited about that. Um, but yeah, that's what I've been watching. That's what we've watched. That was the movie news. Take us out. What do you want me to say? I don't know. Tell them where we can find us, man. Oh, God. You can find us on Facebook. And while you're there, there's a sticky post about Rear Window, and you should go and vote on that. You should watch Rear Window, because it's a fantastic movie. Which I will repost that every week, too. Telling everybody, hey, look up to the pin post. Absolutely. Uh, so find us on Facebook, you know, share awesome things. You know, if you like video games, share video game news. Uh, uh, a guy that I started working with, he posted his Twitch stream the other night so people could watch him play video games. That's great stuff. That's stuff we love no. to do. Um, you know, it's not everybody's thing, but there are people that definitely do like it. Um, you can find us on Instagram. You can find us on tweeters. You can find us on, we got Snapchat. We don't have Snapchat. No, we don't have Snapchat, no, man. No, Snapchat. This is for Kansas, Kansas City boys. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, just type in Adventures in Video Land and see what the hell comes up in Google. <laughs> Until next time, my good people, uh, live healthy. You're on the treadmill every day, right? You try to. You I try started to the, the keto diet recently. See, there you go. Why are you doing that? Because I want to lose weight and I want to be happy and I want to be healthy and I want to live longer and I want to see just fucking Ninja Turtles make a resurgence yeah. as a good movie. I want to see Star Wars 50. And that's going to probably be in like 2072. I doubt I'll live that long, but I'm going to fucking try. because They're I coming eat... out every two years, and they're only on nine. You, that's a lot much longer than that. But dude. I'm eating spinach. I'm drinking kale and orange juice and berries. I'm doing that so I can live forever and enjoy the movies. So until next time, my good people, suck a dick. Peace out.